Fit for Life Radio, episode number 142. Got your OG hosts here today. I'm, I'm Gary. Will. Will, and we have special guest today with us is Mr. John Bundy. Hey, hey, what's happening? Sup, John, and you are the host of Morning Fuel yeah. Podcast, right? Morning Fuel Podcast, yeah. How long have cool. you been doing that? Since 2019. Okay, damn. Yeah. yeah. My How long have you been podcasting? <laughs> Um, I mean, we had like a one-year hiatus, and so yeah. Do you guys do the time out the, the timeout for 2020? It was 2020 timeout. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Because remember, we started and we we're like, we're going to get consistent. Yeah, and we w- and we were, and then that came, and you know, we went to close the gym. It, there's a bunch. Yeah, of, you're you know, right. So you're we right. stopped the rest of that year, and then started up in 2021, and we've been every week. Like since hit it hard. Right. Yeah, we haven't missed a week since. That's cool. Yeah. Since that happened. Yeah, you guys are rocking them out, man. You've done more episodes than me. I I do a solely an interview mm-hmm. uh, style. A podcast and we and we take a break for the summer is what we're is what we're trying to do so september we start recording again yeah um, yeah i mean for us fitness nutrition there's tons of content right so always gonna but be there. in general interviews always do better people like them better at least they get more right. downloads and stuff like oh, okay, that cool. so awesome yeah um, but yeah what we'll be talking about here with john is actually not podcasts but john he works out of gather uh here in Newport News, where we do some stuff, and yeah, we met, and he kind of starts sharing his journey with his fitness and health and things like that. So yeah, we're gonna dive in and talk about all things with that. So you kind of right. will really just start kind of with how you started with us. I think you mentioned you know a little health scare you had or issue, and right. and then yeah, just tell us a little about like you know your uh, your bio, I guess where you know. Sure. Where, where you're at he- in life and in circumstances and everything. Yeah, sure. Well, um, you know, 2010, um, uh, I, I don't know the, my age. I'm not, I'm not good at math, but I'm not going to do that right now. But uh, so in my in my 40s, uh, I actually finished uh, college. So I was going to Thomas Nelson. I had mm-hmm. gone back after uh, quitting and you know, going away from school and, and got married, had kids. And then I was like, you know, I need to go back and finish. So I actually went back and got my associate's degree in computer art and design at Thomas Nelson, Harvard by the highway. There you and, go. um, uh, and shortly after that, I found out that, that I had a, um, that I had a brain tumor. I was doing P90X and I was, you know, with a group and I would get this excruciating headache mm-hmm. at the end. Of, and I was, I was thinking at the time, I was like, okay, I'm just fat. Yeah. You know, and I'm, just, yeah. I'm ten- just fat. People and get tension. Yeah, tension headaches. headaches and and it was terrible. Or if you so, have high blood pressure, you know. Right. And, well, and, it, and, it, and it wouldn't go away. So I went to the, uh, went to the doctor and they did a um, x-ray, didn't see anything. And I kind of pressed them and they mm-hmm. did a CT scan and they saw what they thought was a clot. And uh, went in for MRI and it was, uh, it was, a, um, it was a tumor. And it was actually in, in the uh, the ventricles in the back of the mm-hmm. head where the blood flows in and out. Of the re- they said, the, the surgeon said that if I didn't have it removed, it would have been lights out one day. I would have just been like, mm-hmm. that would have been it. Uh, so, uh, you know, tough little story for my wife and I, of course. And it was one of those in, in getting the diagnosis on a Tuesday and in surgery on a on a Thursday. Oh, same damn, week. They, they didn't waste any time. No, they That's didn't. good. They didn't. So um, after that, uh, I really started thinking about, like, well, how did that get in there? How does that happen? They couldn't, they, they're like, well, we don't know exactly, but I'm like, must be something I'm putting in my body. So then I started really looking at um, what am I, what I'm eating. Um, and I'd always kind of roller coastered with my weight uh, growing up. Always kind of a, a chubby kid, always had a lot around the middle. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I kind of just started, and I need simple. So it was yeah. like, okay, cut out the bread, cut out the sugar. 
don't drink any more sodas mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. So as soon as I did that, I lost like 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And when I lost the weight, I felt better. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to start working out, which I never really did consistently in the past. Mm-hmm. I did done some jogging, never for a very long time and always hated it. Yeah. Um, if, a, if ever I lifted any weights, it was because some buddies of mine were starting at a gym and I would go for like a week and then stop. Yeah. Um, and this was in your 40s, you that, said? The, yeah, when I, when I had the, the tumor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, so that was, yeah. So how old are you now? I'm, I'm, f- I'm going to be 51 in uh, yeah. December. Okay. Uh, yeah. So 43, I, I started working uh, at NASA, uh, not a rocket scientist or anything mm-hmm. like that. I did inspections on, you know, pressure systems and stuff like that. And um, they had a gym there. And I was going through some kind of tough stuff, like emotionally and, and like that. And I knew that working out, exercising was, was helping me out. I was doing some yoga at the time. And I was like, well, let me go to the gym at lunch. So every day I'd go to the, the gym. It was my favorite part of the day. I couldn't wait, you know, after a while because I started seeing gains. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I'm, I'm over 40. I, you know, everything I hear, you know, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't build muscle and all that kind of stuff. So I'm listening to the wrong people. <laughs> and uh, so, and then... I started seeing, you know, changes to my body and, and it was kind of exciting. It hooks you. You know? Yeah, it, it, it did. And now it's one of those things where if, if I, if I go, I would say if I go two days without working out, mm-hmm. I'm like, I really need to, you know, yeah. work out. You need and to do it's, something. It's only because I've gotten busy and, and neglected it, not because I didn't want to work out because I love it. I love it. Yep. Yeah. So this was after the tumor? Yeah, this was after the tumor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was uh, a few years after the tumor. And, um, uh, yeah, just started seeing improvements and worked my way past some injuries too. That was another mm-hmm. thing too. So I, I, I don't know what particular mm-hmm. exercise it was. I felt like I had some kind of impingement or something like that, but because of perhaps doing some, um, mm-hmm. uh, bench presses or like incline, mm-hmm. incline press, I was getting some pain in my Were shoulder. Were you doing, using a barbell, like a barbell bench press? Yes. Yeah. More than likely is probably that. Yeah. Right. Um, and I was also recovering from kind of like a hunched mm-hmm. kind of neck. So yeah. I've been trying to do all these straightening exercises and, yeah. and pull-ups, which I'd never... I mean, I did my first my first pull-up when I was in my 40s. Yeah. yeah which I is mean, rad, like, though. So like, to be able yeah. to be in your 40s and like, damn, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I remember rocking out. I called my dad from the, the YMCA at the time. <laughs> and I was like, dad, guess what? Yeah. I did, he's like... Um, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool because yeah. we work, most of our clients are 40 and over, and yeah. we're not gym right. rats. I mean, we've had people like, uh, you know, Steve Clore, you know, who prob- in his 50s, he might even be his 60s now, but when he he's started. He's getting close, probably yeah. like 50s right now. And yeah, he completely kind of transformed his body, and his wife's like, he's in better shape than when we got married, right. f- you know, 30, we 40 years We call him uh, Mr. December. Yeah, like <laughs> a like GQ model, okay. you know. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, people think. Well, nowadays it's sad. People think at thirty they shut it down, right? Yeah. What's right. the point? So, but yeah, your right. body body responds. How's your shoulder now? Like, oh, it's fantastic. P- like, yeah. work, oh, I worked my way past it. I did mm-hmm. some other, you know, exercises around yeah. that, and and now it's you know mm-hmm. stronger than ever. Do you still um, do like a barbell bench press? I, I don't. I'm using yeah. I'm using dumbbells. That's uh, what I was gonna so say. The simple fixes. That's usually what we have people yeah. do. Because all because with the barbell, you're fixed into this yes. fixed position. Right. You know. So then if you're natural structure just doesn't happen to kind of you know 
fit that fit that then yeah it's very very restrictive and then you swap it out for dumbbells and now you have freedom of motion at the shoulder and elbow and and everything yeah so so it's been it's been cool and then and seeing that now my 17 year old over over 2020 (coughs) she was joining me in my workouts Mm -hmm. and that and she she's kind of a hard gainer like i could i can easily gain weight i just have to look at some carbs and i gain (laughs) weight she can eat you know, she's one of those can eat whatever yeah. she wants and never gain a pound but actually she's starting to see her biceps build mm-hmm. and she's starting to see some definition awesome. nice. and stuff like that so she's excited too about it yeah so yeah, yeah strength training's come a long way i mean even just when i started 17 years ago you know it was mostly like yeah people who if you want to like build a bunch of muscle and be you know people with everything's extremes right so right. when people think of hear the word muscle or think of resistance or strength training they think oh you must be arnold schwarzenegger right Right. and the reality so like if you're going to touch any of that it's because you want to be this overly muscled cartoon character and you know the reality is now like no you know like it's good for maintaining muscle to you know building building muscle and strength right and these are all things actually that are more important as we age um to prevent you know scarsapenia and things like that so everyone should actually be resistance training if you take all the ex- forms of exercise resistance training is probably one of the most important to do um the older you get the older you get uh, right. so it you know people are kind of opening their eyes to that you know but then that now brings in a lot of what you overcame which is well cool you know the going to a gym where the strength training equipment is available is intimidating that environment's intimidating well, figuring out what to do is intimidating knowing if you're doing it right. right is intimidating and yeah so obviously with all that in the way mo- and then also older the older we get in life the more comfortable we get set in our ways less more clo- uh not as open-minded right not very growth mindset so yeah people just aren't going to do it right yeah which is sad um but yeah now it's starting to become more popular w- with women you mm-hmm. know uh, over the last 10 15 years if there's you know, one good thing crossfit did is it kind of shifted that mindset for like women to kind of focus on strength training and getting stronger and saying like, Hey, this is, this is cool to do. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing wrong with it. And that's really gotten a lot of women into just lifting weights in general. Yeah. So like how your daughter sees it, it's not even a a second thought in her mind. Whereas, you know, not even that long ago, people be like, Oh, that's gonna make me manly. I don't want to get bulky. You know, this or that. And they just go do the elliptical. Right. So, um, yeah, it's awesome to see, see that change. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and then when you have family around you and you're not bugging them about it, but Mm -hmm. you're just doing it yourself and they begin to see you change, Mm -hmm. like something I've noticed, I've, I've, this year, my wife and I'll be married for 25 years. Nice. And yeah, amazing. Um, and I'm noticing she's looking at me a little bit longer than Mm -hmm. she used to. And, And also I get the, you know, the, She's not saying anything about it, but, you know, if we're next to each other, she's kind of like feeling the muscles that mm-hmm. weren't there when I was younger kind of yeah. stuff. So it's, it's yep. fun. You know, it's, it's, it's cool. It's really, and really I think cool it, there it. is something to be said for like setting a good example, especially like for your sure. kids or family members, because, you know, when you do something like, you know, you start working out and you feel better and you're eating better, like you do kind of want to shout it from the rooftops. But, you know, when you're just like pressuring people and pressuring people like, hey, yeah. you should work out, you should eat better. People aren't going to listen, sure. especially mm-hmm. like if it's your kids. Sure. Like the more you tell them, the less they are going to want to do yeah. so. But Absolutely. setting that example and just not pushing it and just kind of doing your thing and people see the change in you, yeah. they're way more likely to join in just like Absolutely. your daughter did. It works. It works. And, and my wife, since since my journey started, 
uh, she's gotten a gym membership and she and her sister are going and working out and stuff yeah. like that. So it's cool to watch. And then, you know, you start um, you start seeing like, you know, we watch like American Ninja Warrior mm-hmm. and that's male and female a lot. So you're watching these these athletes and stuff like that. And and uh, and you start going, man, you know, and, and there's some older people mm-hmm. on there, too. They'll talk about them, too. This person's, you know, 60 or whatever. Yep. And, the, you know, it's like, wow, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so we're, we're actually going to do some things that we hadn't done in a while. And, and uh, uh, one of them, we're, we're going to Puerto Rico for our um, uh, anniversary in October. My sister lives down there. But it's a it's a um, kind of a surfing destination, the part of the, the island that she lives on. I've nice. never surfed mm-hmm. before. So we're going to, you know, do some things yeah. like that, you know, some physical yeah. things that we wouldn't have done. Which is cool. You know, when we were yeah. younger. And that's why so, we do, well, you know, why, yeah. why you work out. So you can do things like mm-hmm. surf, in, mm-hmm. you know, in your 50s and, you know, try new things and not feel like you can't do anything new ever again. Yeah. yeah. It makes you more confident in your body mm-hmm. and being physically capable, you know. Sure. We had a client similar. She told us how. She went on vacation and, yeah, ended up trying all these things that she never would have done. Right. Um, and, you know, that was like we have a thing in our group for our members of the gym, like non-scale victories, NSVs. You know, right. it's because you want to make celebrate everything that this lifestyle kind of brings you. And, yeah, so that that's often a lot of times people end up being excited or, you know, stumble upon right. these kind of non-scale victories with, mm-hmm. you know, things in their real everyday lives that kind of pop up yeah right. those are those are probably the most impactful things is being able just to do something that maybe you've tried before and couldn't do or you've always been scared to do and then you know right. it kind of allowed you to do that yeah so did you also do you, do you go to like the doctor and get any metrics uh, like blood markers done or anything like that did i have you did um when i especially when i uh, changed the way i Mm-hmm. I wanted to see because, you know, you hear some scary things, especially yeah. from the medical community about, sure. you know, adding fatty meat to your, you know, your diet and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and how your cholesterol is going to go up and how this and that. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, uh, I had I had I used to I, I got up to that. My heaviest was like 244 pounds mm-hmm. and I had gotten down to like 170. Yeah. And just for reference, you're, you're probably what, like five, nine, five, eight, five, ten, five, ten. Like OK. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, give, uh, him, so give him his interest, man. So, <laughs> no, yeah. So, but, um, uh, so when I, wh- I did, I purposefully went and I, and I asked them, I was like, you know, can you take my, can you check my cholesterol? Can you do all that stuff? And they did all the, that stuff. And everything was perfect. And this was after, you know, mm-hmm. I had stopped eating sugar, stopped eating bread. I was eating like, you know, uh, I, I would say like modified carnivore. Mm-hmm. And um, everything was perfect. And every, every time I go back to get blood work done, it's, it's perfect. Rock yeah. solid. So, yeah. Yeah, we have a episode on what was it like the case for meat or or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was a while ago. It was when we were back at um, the Ironclad Studio. Yeah, and but anyways, yeah. So a lot of people, you know, <laughs> it's tough, right? Because the nutrition industry and all this stuff is really new, actually. You know, so sure. it's a combination of yeah, like studies and research and anecdotal stuff yeah. and um, just observational things mm-hmm. and. You know, we're still learning a lot, but one thing I think we noticed too that people really struggle with separating is most of the known health benefits, like the the macro big ones, like improve come from getting to a healthy body weight, right? right. So whatever, there's so much like food uh, fear and stuff out there, but the reality is whatever diet can help get you to a healthy weight is going to have the probably the most net positive health gains, you know, sure. because 
getting to that body weight and not having the excess body fat, um, yeah, changes yeah our, our blood markers and things right. like that, right? So it's very crazy and frustrating. What we'll see a lot of times is, you know, so a lot of people will go uh, vegan, right? And which which you can make work, um, but there's certain things you have to do, and 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 it takes effort, right? right. But then people will hear like, oh, well, meat's bad, right? So then they'll, they, they'll cut out meat, but then just eat more Doritos because that fits sure. like the vegan the plant, diet. The but the reality style. is sure. if they would have include left some protein in, animal protein, um, there's a lot of nutrition in that, right? Yeah, so and, and if, if they don't like make up for that in other ways, their diet actually could become a net negative. And then if they're over consuming calories, they could just keep gaining weight so and not losing weight. Worse. So, yeah, when, when you hear a lot of these, the fear mongering and, you know, physicians and doctors and stuff too, you know, don't necessarily like, they take like one semester nutrition, right? right. So, I mean, they want what's best for people, but um, yeah, there's, there's just so much we're still learning. Mm -hmm. And yeah, for the most part, if people like, you know, our general thing is in why too, I know uh, a good amount of people who have had success with like carnivore uh, type way of eating is, you know, you're getting sufficient protein. And, you know, if right. we see, and if you listen to a lot of our podcasts, we try to keep it simple and break it down and lower lower the fear and barrier to entry. And if people get sufficient protein, because then it comes back to that helps support lean muscle. Um, there's lots of actually micronutrition in, yeah. in, in, in it. Um, you're going to notice uh, positives. So. Yeah, definitely. And, and uh, I, you know, we're, we're, each of us is like our own experiment, right? Mm -hmm. Find out what's best for you. I know that there's not like a one-size-fits-all. So w I was listening to, you know, the hardcore carnivores, like just eat meat. You mm -hmm. know, you've got um, uh, Dr. Ken Berry, who was for the longest time and got a lot of results on like a keto mm -hmm. diet. That to me is too much counting and too much trying to figure out the differences <laughs> yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it, w it didn't work for me. And I, I, I'm kind of like the all in. Let me just. So when I listened to him and, and he recently, just within the past, I don't know, three, four years, himself has, has gone full carnivore along with mm -hmm. um, a do a Dr. Baker. Yeah. He's like pretty famous. Yeah. Sean Baker. Sean yeah, Sean yeah. Baker. So so I was listening to them. But then I also like the balance that with um, uh, Dr. Saladino, mm -hmm. who is doing like an animal based, mm -hmm. you know, and but he's doing the nose to tail, you know, or yeah. what organs I haven't been able to get into yet. But he, he had a tough barrier. man. He <laughs> added fruit. He added certain fruits mm -hmm. and honey yep. to his. And once I did that, my energy level came back and mm -hmm. I was like, OK. You know, because I've been doing I've been doing carnivore for like a year, and I was like, man, the energy's not coming. You know, mm -hmm. I keep hearing it's gonna, you know, it's it's gonna. But as soon as I added a little bit of fruit and honey back, started yeah. feeling a lot fantastic. better. Yeah, just eat some blackberries. Yeah, yeah. You know, add yeah. that to the diet, and it's like crazy. Yeah, when you're active, especially with resistance training, which is like an anaerobic activity, the body just prefers <coughs> glucose, right? So, yeah. um, it's just kind of working against that, and. Yeah, you, you have a little and, and it go it can it can go a long yeah, way. Yeah, super helpful. Certainly. So yeah. yeah. And that's where ultimately yeah, same thing, right? Like a lot of times the just like, you know, vegan, carnivore, um, on those extreme ends that that it, it's you're you you will be missing out on things. Um and there's maybe ways around it, but it's a lot easier sometimes just to have a little little more variety. So because things can be very complimentary. Sure. So and if you really break down if you you know new kind of learn nutrition science and things like that um it's pretty you you'll see kind of how, how they work right? right there's a popular thing i know that a lot of like carnivore people like to use to show the uh nutrient density of meat but it also kind of shows to me the complementary nature so they'll be like look it's like a list of like 
beef liver and then like muscle meat right and then blueberries and kale and then right. it's like all these different vitamins and minerals, right? And it, yeah, like the, the obviously beef liver, super nutrient dense and the meat, it, they do have kind of like more nutrition than the blueberries and kale. But if you also look, the stuff that the meat doesn't have, right? the blueberries and kale do have, right? Mm -hmm. So my, so my, it's like, well, instead of just saying only, only eat these things, why, why not eat all, all, all four, right? right. And, you know? it, and it, it is really <laughs> depends on how you, how you feel. Like, mm -hmm. so when I add vegetables, yep. um, you know, back to my diet, it, it brings me back to the feelings I had um, before I went carnivore. And that is, I'm always feeling bloated. Yep. You know, it, it, it doesn't agree with my, my gut. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it, you know, didn't even before I went, you know, full carnivore. So it's kind of like, okay. You know, so then you listen to guys like Saladino who kind of gets into yep. the micro stuff and, and he's talking about how, you know, there are plant toxins. Mm -hmm. You know, the plants want to survive. There are animals that were designed to eat those plants like cows. They have four stomachs to yep. be able, you know, so it's kind of like, okay, well, I don't have four stomachs. I don't need to eat, you yep. know, I'll, I'll let my, I'll let my, 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 my Meat, food yeah, process, process my vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I let my, you know, the, the food I'm consuming is, yeah. you know, besides, I mean, think about, you know, the. The dinosaurs, you know, mm -hmm. it's kind of like which ones were the last ones standing? They were the, the carnivores. Yeah. The, the vegetarians died first. Yeah. <laughs> Carn yeah one, carnivores ate the vegetarians. One thing that I noticed across the years, and this is just more of a like N equals one for me, like I pushed, you know, veggies pretty hard, um, like eating a lot of them. And I found right. like too much definitely mm -hmm. does bother me. And I um, remember, you know, just feeling off now, mm -hmm. i i keep them in there but it's more of like a minimum yeah. effective dose and i would rather yeah. eat fruit like i usually i'll eat you know some type of berry during the day i usually have um, a banana of some kind and then like whatever seasonal like right now mm -hmm. like we have peaches so i'll eat some peaches right um when apples come out like it's apple season we'll get apples um so kind of just trying to Eating eat what's in season yeah eat, yeah. eat kind seasonally of an ancestral kind of appropriate yeah, yeah. and the um, thing with vegetables too is really and a lot of times, depending on how you cook or if you cook them can make a difference, mm -hmm. right? So kale is something that uh, if you are going to eat it, you should probably cook it well, right? And yep. sometimes it will, uh, you know, a lot of those anti-nutrients then will kind of like... Sure. Yeah, but eating it be, raw, be man. And it's funny because <laughs> a lot of the foods that people are like, well, I eat these veggies raw um, aren't even veggies. They're actually fruit, right? right. So things like tomatoes is actually a fruit mm -hmm. right. cucumbers actu actually a fruit right, right? so botanically um, yes like in, fr in fruit is kind of made to be eaten like yeah. a, a, pla a, seed a plant that's how it spreads its seed so it's right. like once once this to be eaten so yeah and, so and eaten when it's ripe as ex well exactly there, yeah there's some things in the skin of fruit mm -hmm. that when it's you know when it's not ripe it's It'll get you. to keep to keep the bugs away right yep. and we've got bugs inside of us you know we've got yeah. bacteria and stuff like that, that and even messed up from, you, you could yeah. go even more on the evolutionary scale to where so humans are more unique in the way we see color you know so yes in right. fruits uh they'll be like you know green greenish like take an apple right, right or something when it's you know, not as right and then all of a sudden it becomes bright red or whatnot right. so but yeah so and, and for people yeah i think most people like do like we could take a hundred people and it's like eat raw broccoli or well steamed broccoli and people are going to find uh, better digestion and feelings oh, yeah. with the cooked, you know? Right. So absolutely. Um, so yeah, people yeah, don't eat too much raw cauliflower. Well, so <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and 
and that's the same. You'll t- offend people. Yeah, it's the same <laughs> family. It's same thing with broccoli, yeah. cauliflower, kale. Yeah. They're all uh, and cabbage too, right? And cabbage. Yeah. yeah. When and you, we know what happens when you mm-hmm. eat too much cabbage. So yeah, and then some people might eat a ton of veggies and feel great, you know. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of it too is your fiber intake. If you up your fiber intake a lot really fast you're going to have digestive issues yep, right so no, no doubt um but yeah for it's people finding out we've talked about it before both of us personally f- mm-hmm. feel better with like um a little bit not a ton of fiber you know right. mm-hmm. um but yeah so and again for you um yeah finding which which is what we want for every client is finding an approach that helps you have uh an appropriate body weight you know right. and someone could listen to that and be like i don't want to just eat this meat, small meat. amount of food, <laughs> yeah. right? That may be unappealing. Well, c- like, cool. You'll 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 want to kind of find your own way of eating. That's that's the whole real beauty of digging in and right. not just following some, yeah, uh, something blindly. Like you kind of found your way through yeah. multiple things yeah. and, and, and you landed in, on something. Yeah. You know, after many years of doing it, and you're like, hey, I feel yeah. really and be- good. And because doing you this. enjoy it, and then can connect things like feeling better and things like that, uh, it becomes somewhat effortless. You know, and then sure. that's what everyone that's the magic right there is like hey i can live with this and i love it and it helps me maintain where i want to be like that's the dream really for Mm -hmm. for nutrition so and so yeah so going back to yeah so you did improve your nutrition lost some body weight and then saw saw those health markers improve right Mm -hmm. um so now where are you you said at your highest you're around like two in the 240s which yeah you know 510 um that's over. It might even be obese. It is. It uh, was obese. Yeah. yeah. One thing you know we talk about too is it's tough in um, nowadays because kind of seventy percent of the population is overweight or overbeast. So now it's the norm. So people see it. And yeah. and back in nineteen sixties, the average American male was five foot nine, one hundred and sixty pounds. The average American female was five foot five, one hundred and thirty five, one hundred forty pounds. Now the am- average American male is five nine and a half, so the height hasn't gone up two hundred pounds, right? And it's not muscle. And the <laughs> yeah. average American female is five five, uh, one hundred and sixty five sixty pounds. Right. So the m- average American female is now the same weight as what the average American male was, right? In the 60s, sixty years, years ago. ago. So the <coughs> problem though is now, if you and we'll have clients who like. Uh, yeah, say that you're five nine, five ten, and we're, hey, a good weight's between one sixty, one seventy five, one eighty, and they're like, oh, that's that's way too. I could never yeah. be like, and it's like that was middle school. Yeah, the perception mm-hmm. is is so off, but the reality is that kind of is the healthy framework and BMI for mm-hmm. for like that height, right? Um, and it's very uh, hard for people to rationalize. It's that. hard to conceptualize too, mm-hmm. like what that is for some people. Yeah, um, I, I got remember like perfect example was one of our clients um, who was getting leaner and. Um, you know, he came from probably being, I don't know, close to 200, uh, Justin, and he was in like the one eighties. And I remember he was like, well, how, how much do I need to weigh to get abs? And we told him like, you need to be in the one sixties and he's what, like six, one, probably six, like foot? six feet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like he's, you know, a little bit above average and just couldn't believe that he was going to have to be in the one sixties yeah. as a six foot sure. man. Um, and then sure enough. Yeah. Gets into the 160s, he's shredded, feels good. Yeah. Um, but but it's also, just hard to imagine that. Yeah. Also, too, you don't need abs to be like. No, 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 yeah. not at all. He ha- then had extra. He wanted to push it and go there. Yeah. But for the most part, for guys around like 15% body fat is going to be healthy. And yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean visible abs. Yeah, so. abs don't necessarily I, I just want to be health. strong and flexible. Yeah. It's kind of where Yeah, yeah. Kinda yeah. Where and I'm able. Right go now, surfing so. when you go to right. freaking Puerto Rico. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think what most people want, I know me as my goals going forward over the decades is, yeah, you, w- you don't want your body to be like the cause for limitation, right? Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, I mean, you nailed it perfect. Being strong and flexible, strong and mobile. Yeah, like your body's not the 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 limitation right so absolutely um that's yeah and you know being pain-free is nice too so yeah um so for you where are you at now weight weight wise i'm i'm at 190 and Mm -hmm. and that's definitely not my goal um so i'm i'm wanting to get down back down to the 170s again yeah but i do notice this i need to pay less attention to the scale and more more attention to my belt, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, so yeah. you know, so I'm when I'm seeing as I'm putting the belt on, and it's effortless to go to the next, you know, belt mm-hmm. loophole or whatever. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's like, oh wow, okay, I, I put the belt on, and I didn't have to suck it in, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Uh, this past um, uh, holiday season, kind of kind of just off the rails. So it was like, ah, mm-hmm. you know, I can eat whatever I want, kind of thing. Yeah, and that didn't work out. You know, the weight came yeah. back quickly. But I knew how to get back to, mm-hmm. you know, where I felt good, and, and I'm heading back there. And I'm also heading back there in, a, in an easier way. I did a lot of fasting, and I did a lot of extended fasting. Mm-hmm. And I, I need to be careful because the electrolytes go away if I'm just drinking yeah. a bottle of water yep. and not eating anything. Yeah. So, I mean, I've gone 21 days yeah. you know, without eating. And it, it wasn't as hard as it, as it sounds, really. Eventually, you get to the point where yeah. you're not hungry anymore. And, uh, but, yeah. um, that's also your body down regulating your metabolism, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. to, to yeah. kind of save itself. Um, yeah, so exactly. yeah, it doesn't, so everything once you goes that into that, that survival mode. Yeah. And then, um, you know, so then when you start introducing sugar back into that system, mm-hmm. the weight just comes back faster than yeah. you even lost it. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So I did, I did get back yeah. up to like over 200 and there's, and, uh, now I'm back down to 190 again and, and kind of now it's, it's like, okay. I can work out harder, so I'm going to start doing that, you mm-hmm. know, and, and so adding that because I'm eating, I'm eating, I'm eating right. It's just I need to move more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's studies now coming out and kind of backing that up, and that's where people you have to be careful with the extreme stuff. And, and some people too like to be pushed mentally. There's that, um, but like so, our body, what it does is um, when we push that extreme, yeah, maybe not eating for 21 days, and then. Well, eventually it, it, it thinks you're dying. Even though you know you're not going to die, you know that you can go get food, you know that the body can survive this, um, kind of our body would think, oh, I'm dying. So really th- what's the solution to preventing death? It's like having more stored body fat, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's really all stored body fat is, is stored energy to keep us alive during a famine. But yeah, our body wants to be like ultimate goal, keep us alive. So it does experience this like super... Um, drought so to speak well then it's gonna be like you know what i'm actually going to um it's going to raise the your mental you know like stimulation so so it wants you to find calories right so then you take something like it's gonna pack them all yeah where we don't want it yeah you take something like sugar which is very calorically dense one of the most calorically dense things uh around so yeah it's going to then the brain will sense that oh my gosh this is amazing it's going to which drives you to then eat more. And then yeah. if your body's like, okay, cool, let's pack this on so that we don't have to experience this again. Um, and then we have these strong swings, right? So um, it's, yeah, it's it's definitely, definitely tough. Um, and that's too, like a lot of ladies experience that because, um, you know, it's been kind of popular over the years, like the kind of like crash diets and stuff, you know, right. where they don't eat and things like that. Um, and then they gain it all back and, and they have more binge. It causes, it causes more binging ultimately. Yeah. Um, the reality is 
in general, if someone does want to push that, where we are more fans or to something to look into is protein sparing modified fast. Um, so it's basically where you would just eat lean, super lean protein. So really only protein. Cause then at right. least you're like, ma- you know, maintaining your muscle, maintaining mass. muscle mass, get, getting what you need for that. Um, but you you all your carbs, all your fats would be out. So you're going to have drastic, uh, restriction with your energy nutrients, which then right. will force your body to tap into fat, but there's still some comfort there of like getting protein. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and if you read some like old books, there's pretty fascinating with, uh, like the low, what's the book of Lois and Clark? Um, I can't think of the name. Oh, of it. um, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking and, and about, dude. But it's talks their story of going across the country, oh, right? Okay. And there's one point where they're talking them. They have you know I don't know nine guys they're with or whatever, you know. And their their job was they were sent to you know explore the country and find the animals like food, um, you know, all that stuff and name it. So like basically food and animals. We want to see what right. the, what's on this country. But they would talk about how you know at one point they were like. Yeah, we're finding meat to eat, but that's all there is, and and we're losing weight. But the animals were so lean, yeah. and they were t- they were eating like seven to eight pounds of of uh, meat. Was that that rabbit starvation? So there's the stuff? thing the Indians yeah. called rabbit starvation, mm-hmm. where if the animals were too lean, they would still like get sick or die. And ultimately, what it is is people don't realize, you know, a, gra- a gram of protein is four calories, and you could have a whole rabbit, which is like, say the rabbit was three pounds of meat. Um, so three pounds is, uh, 48 ounces, which is about it's 12, three, we'll just say about 300 grams of protein. Yeah. So that's only 1200 calories, you know? Right. So you could eat three, three pounds, 1200 calories. think about your energy expenditure when you're out looking for yeah, food yeah, and you're sure. walking. Like that's Ch- not chasing a that lot. Rabbit. Yeah. yeah, so you, not a yeah lot. You're an easily at least a thousand calorie deficit right there. Right. So yeah, you're going to just keep losing weight, losing weight, losing weight. But a lot slower, and you're still maintaining your muscle. But ultimately, you need fats and carbs to do, you know, things. But mm-hmm. yeah. So, anyways, kind of a tangent. But um, yeah, that whole Lewis and Clark thing is wild. Yeah. How much they were eating. Yeah, but those extremes, the body, the body will adapt. You know, yeah. bo- both ways. Right. So, yep. um, but yeah, and but the cool thing is, and this is what we try to get across to people, like. Obviously, that's not what you wanted to happen. You know, you right. didn't want to then have Chris, and but you you you're in the game you learned you made a note right. and um, and you pivoted and changed right yeah and, and understanding you can do that 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 um brings a freedom because mm-hmm. you can say okay i go into a, a family yeah. reunion yep. i can you know eat the meal mm-hmm. and then get right back on to my you yeah. know, you know yeah. training and, and not like stress that. about so, it or worry because yeah. that's what happens a lot too when we're on something very strict is then it just creates stress being in that environment of like, oh my God, what if I eat something? And, and I hate, then that, and I hate being that guy at the party, right? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just eating, I'm just yeah. eating, you know, meat, and you know, mm-hmm. everyone's looking at you, and then everyone else around you is feeling guilty yeah. because they're they don't care about any of that stuff. But when they get around you, they're like, oh man, yep. you know, welcome yeah, to being in the fitness industry. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't let John <laughs> see me eat this hamburger bun, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. People get weird yeah. about stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. it is nice to have that freedom though of knowing like. Yeah, I can have this, and then my next day will be, mm-hmm. you know, a normal day for me, and I'll be fine. Right. Yeah. Well, we've talked about before on a, a little similar, you know, when I came up, it was like, oh, we have this mag- bodybuilding magazines. That was like the fitness industry. And yeah, that was it. That's where you learned. Back then, it was like you have to eat three me- three or small meals every three hours, you know, and right. if, you, if you miss like the three hours, you, you don't have a meal, you're going to lose your muscle. You're, you're going to be catabolic. Your <laughs> so you almost have, I mean, 
you know, I don't like to use the word like eating disorder lightly, but in a way, like you create this disordered unhealthy eating pattern, yeah. eating pattern where I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to, so I could be out hanging out. If I can't have my little protein meal or meal, like you freak out, right? And then eventually intermittent fasting came more of like the 16, eight and got into that a little bit. And, you know, it ended up having its cons for me and I prefer not to do it. Super valid approach works for a lot of people. We put clients on it, but um, anyways, what it did teach me was yeah when i did it for a while yeah so not eating breakfast not eating every three hours nothing I, my muscle didn't you're fine shrink away right all this yeah. so it gave me like you the word you just use more freedom mm-hmm. to be like oh yeah it's not that big of a deal or if i'm yeah out traveling and hanging out with other people like i don't have to sit here and now I'm stressed because i haven't eaten in three you know yeah. i could go a whole day or whatever so um yeah like sometimes pushing those those limits and boundaries and having some negative things happen, but then learning from them yeah. really help. Those you are, yeah, those are great learning yeah. opportunities. Help you mold, you know, what, what, what you, what you enjoy the most and works best. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that's, I do like that about people trying multiple approaches. Like, you know, it, it is good to experiment yourself and see, you know, the pros and cons of an approach and what you can take from it. And that's really mm-hmm. ultimately all it is, you know, yeah. and crafting something for yourself. Yeah. So what have you found? So for you, like, yeah, you, you know, like you said, you, we have, seasonal things but yeah you are in a much healthier place you have this lifestyle um you know it's something that you do because you want to so yeah what's kind of your um you know framework right now like how often do you work out like what's your you know what do you typically eat in a day um what's what's that look like right so a typical day for me would be um pretty much uh, i'm an early riser I worked, I worked at the shipyard for a while. I had to get up at 3.30 every morning. So, so that's it, just it kind baked of in. broke me. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm up early, which is great because then I get um, the time to, you know, to, to meditate, to pray. Uh, I do yoga in the morning. And three, three days a week, along with the, the yoga, um, I'll do some um, high-intensity interval with the <clears throat> dumbbells mm-hmm. um, and, you know, body weight exercises and also <clears> – <throat> Uh, you know, pull-ups. I've got a little mm-hmm. rack out in the in the garage, uh, but you know, so that and then um, eating normally, I'll have a cup of coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, no sugar, no cream. Just take a black. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was doing uh, that bulletproof for mm-hmm. a while, and I I felt good on that, but I I just didn't want to take. I just don't want to have those calories in the yeah. morning because mm-hmm. I do gain weight rather mm-hmm. easily. Uh, but my typical day would be the coffee in the morning. I will normally. Um, normally skip lunch uh lately i've been adding you know just a a little container of blackberries i'll just go to whole foods and Mm -hmm. pick one of those up but most of the time i'm not eating lunch and then uh and then dinner is a big fatty ribeye and and you know water's my water's my beverage i do enjoy beer i try and only do that maybe once a week Mm -hmm. um so you know so that yeah, I that's, dig pr- it. that's pretty much it. Um, if I do have a hard workout day, sometimes I will eat breakfast and I'll mm-hmm. have like three eggs and, and like a half pound of bacon. Yeah. You know, but that's, that's pretty much it. And I'm looking for the bacon that doesn't have any sugar in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're <laughs> sneaky with the meat, man. Yeah. Sausage. Uh-huh. If you don't look on the package, like the second or third yep. ingredient is sugar. Yeah. Mo- most of those like processed type meats like mm-hmm. are going to have some bit of sugar in them. Yeah. So um, I go, I go to, um, I go to Whole Foods and I pick up a, um, a pork belly mm-hmm. and I cut my own bacon, you yeah. know, so stuff like that. It doesn't have anything in it at all except mm-hmm. pig. Yep. yep. So. I like it. Yeah. How, yeah. how big of a red body do you normally eat? Pounder? Uh, s- sometimes I'll have two, but okay. yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, a pound or two, I'm, yeah. I, know, I, I like being full, mm-hmm. you know, so, I mean, I'm only eating one meal a day. I'm going to, I'm going to get stuffed. 
Yeah. Uh, so it's it's pretty much that's it, and it's and it's delicious. I thought maybe I'd get tired of it. I could eat a ribeye every night. Yeah. And that's kind of how so like good. both of us probably feel. Like we both eat beef pretty regularly, at least generally, depending on mm-hmm. it has gotten expensive, but but still like I could probably yeah. eat it every day. Costco and we cut our own. Do so, you? Yeah. That's a smart way. To, if you eat a lot of I it, wanna, like that is a decent way to do I it. I want to find a local local somebody local that I can actually maybe get like a you know half a cow, mm-hmm. quarter of a cow or something yeah. like that. There's a couple places. Freezer. I yeah. mean there are farms out in like Suffolk and I things. gotta find yeah, if you I gotta Google find it, somebody. Um, they do cow shares. Yeah. So you uh, I did it once before because you know the hangups. You got to have like the refrigerator space, space, right? Yeah. But there's so we've one got a small chest freezer, so I have yeah. to figure out what can fit in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So finding that out, and then there's some we did one time where you got to pay, and then they would deliver it weekly. So I'd like seen you. They had a drop-off point, right? Christopher Newport University. So that's a little so, more bearable than. But then honestly, then like yeah, you pay all this up front. You're kind of counting on this, you know, yeah. working it in about how much you eat or need, and then sometimes they would have little hangups because they were coming from somewhere out inside sure. of Richmond and then they wouldn't be able to make it that week and then it's like you know kind of throws you off so mm-hmm. but yeah there's there's a, a lot of options now with like cow shares and even like the ro- milk share you mm-hmm. know where you can like yeah. get the raw milk and everything for animal use mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but yeah um w- so and then your you work out at home you have like yeah. your own home yeah, gym yeah. and things like yeah. that what what you got just like some dumbbells i've got dumbbells and the the rack where i can actually do some dips and uh and pull-ups mm-hmm. oh nice like that kind of we yeah. get creative sometimes with the exercises you know trying to figure out a different way to use this mm-hmm. you know or or whatever um uh squat presses with the uh, with the dumbbells, so mm-hmm. be, you know, like, ha- yeah. being in that position all the way down, full, and then mm-hmm. back up and so pr- like a thruster, you know, press thruster. Yeah. I, l- I love those, man. That that, that makes me feel like super. And when you have like minimal things. equipment, like you do have to, you yeah. know, like you have to be a little yeah. bit creative with the way you use yeah. things and maybe combine things. So and then just being active more too. So um, uh, I I like I love to run, um, and so got my daughter into that now she kicks my butt mm-hmm. so you know she's 17 Naturally, yeah. long legs yeah and so we will go to local um a trail through the woods like a a, a bmx trail mm-hmm. and run that you know mm-hmm. so up and down and and just turns and turns and That's turns fun. through the woods. Yeah. love it um done by the end of that yeah you know we, we've got a um oh we've got a, a terrain run on saturday We're oh do you virginia beach uh, there's a, uh, it's called terrain run. I mm-hmm. think we yeah. did it's like a whole circuit. We did that years ago. Yeah. I don't know if you were here when we did yeah. that. Like they do it in different places. Right? Yeah. The first one I did was a couple of years it was before the pandemic, um, in, uh, Richmond. Mm-hmm. They had it up there. It was a lot of fun. And, and my daughter's was when I, when I asked her if she wanted to do it, she's like, yeah, you know, so we're yep. going to go do that. Yeah, those are always a good time. We normally, we would used to do the, uh, we did the rugged maniac. Rugged maniac okay. every year. Yeah. I haven't yeah. done that yet. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a good time. I kind of want to do. I, I I got this in my mind just because it sounds cool, but the Spartan Run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was like the OG. We right. know it's uh, it's that's a tough one. So and some they have of different like levels of it yeah. too. Now, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I they was, used to yeah, not break it up. It used to be if you so they have all their obstacles, and if you did not do the obstacle, you had to do, or you failed it, you'd have to do thirty burpees, oh, wow. right? And but then now you're talking say it was a twelve mile race with uh, you know. 20, 20 obstacles. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking like the 5K version. Yeah, yeah. the sprint. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Spartan sprints these days. Yeah, I mean, I did the math one time. I was like, man, if you if you can't do any of this, you're y- you're gonna end. Up, that's a lot of burpees. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the we yeah. the sprint versions are always a good. The in, terrain intro. runs the, the the light, the Spartan yeah. light. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Look, It's still gonna be fun. And then and then they have like uh, what's the other big one? A lot of them fell apart because of COVID. The tough mutter. That was another you know one. what you don't hear much about that. I don't even yeah. know if that's still a thing because Spartan kind of took over with 
mm-hmm. like they you know have like big competitions and it's a whole big thing still but tough mutter doesn't seem yeah to i don't know if it exists covid really put know. a damper on all of that mm. yeah this 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 run actually was supposed to be beginning of this year in richmond but they they sent us a um an email saying that mm-hmm. uh, for unforeseen circumstances we'll have to postpone or whatever so we we transferred our to tickets to Virginia Beach. Beach. At least you could yeah. do that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man, but yeah, it's always, always inspiring to talk. You know, like I said, a lot of people who they're like, oh, if I haven't been working out since I was 20, what's the point, right? You know, sure. and, and I could have went that way yeah, easily. I don't yeah. care about my biceps now, right? Well, you know, there's plenty more reasons to work out than yes. aesthetics. Yes. And um, it's a good byproduct. But and mm-hmm. you mentioned it earlier, though, the resistance training as we get older, I think, is very, yeah. very important. Well, two, two things are fine in the resistance training. And then also, like, protein needs actually probably increase as we mm-hmm. age because our body becomes less efficient. Uh, so we need to kind of eat more to get the absorption that we need. And I'm cool with that. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think you'll have a problem <laughs> with that. Tomahawk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's habits that are very helpful to have instilled because right. ultimately, you know, as we age and scarcipenia, so muscle loss and then also bone loss comes along with that. And, yeah, then you fall and break something and you're right. out of commission, yeah, right? That's, so it's that's about it. uh, preventing those things. Yeah. And, like, you are proof of, um, you know, just because, like, you turn 36 years old doesn't mean your body stops, like, being able to make muscle, no. right? right. Uh, it may not be able to do it as efficient or well as, you know, when you're in your 20s and your testosterone's at its peak. But your body responds to what you're asking it to do. You, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you're asking it to pick up weights and you're applying this tension. It's going to respond and you're giving it the materials, uh, you know, protein, thing, things like that. Then it's going to respond, you right. know. Um, and anyone can do it, right? It, the r- real true reality is, which uh, as you've learned, is the key is you, you have to avoid the catastrophic stuff, like injuries and things like that, mm-hmm. right? So it's navigating right. that, not, not doing too much harm and sta- so, that you, so that one can then be consistent, right? Because mm-hmm. um, like you mentioned, oh, you dabbled before for like a week at a time, but right. um, you know, no, nothing stuck, right? And then when, when you kind of had this major life event, which unfortunately for most men it seems to be what does un- it. that's what it takes like you know right. women uh will pay attention and try and put more effort into these things especially when they're younger it's like every guy we see it's always like oh i had a heart attack or like my dad had a heart attack yeah. um and that's what it takes to get them in but yeah. um but even then a lot of people have those and, uh, and then they're like now nah, whatever hang up right so sure. to then go and be like i'm man what can i do to prevent this kind of really depends too on who you hang around right I yeah, mean, if you have, I mean, hang yeah. around people that are that are positive, they're encouraging you, and like that, and or you see somebody that, oh wow, they did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I can I can do that. I can do it. That's a lot yeah. of what it is is seeing somebody like you yeah. that has done this. I think is very impactful for people. Yeah, so so. It's one of the positive things about social media. Then when you when no, you're, it is. When you're mm-hmm. scrolling and you're 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 looking for those things anyway, so you get more yeah. pop up in your feed, and you see some guy that's like 75 that's ripped, mm-hmm. and you're like, if he can do that, I can do that yeah. too. I've always yeah, found, so. uh, you know, Mark Sisson. Yes, that guy, man. I mean, he looks like an old dude. Yeah. But then, then you see him from the neck down. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, he, who's he's that doing great. Or whatever, yeah. Right? I'm like, man, so. that's how I want to be when I'm 65. Yeah. yeah. So. And he's just thriving yeah. and, and killing the game. There's so. another guy. I can't remember what his name is, but he he's big into the like abs after 50, abs mm-hmm. after 40 or whatever. And he's another guy that's like in his 60s, but yeah. he he his body looks, looks like phenomenal. Yeah. 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 
So did your you grow your beard after you started working out? No, man. That's I, always I, been there. I did yeah. that on and off for for years, and finally, uh, it really was the the uh, like a local barber. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, there's an old school barber. Do you mm-hmm. do beards? Oh, okay, cool. Now I can grow one and not have to worry about looking like a homeless guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you go to the proper? I do now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, fa- I found the proper online because uh, really it was it was tough to get a haircut during the yes. pandemic. Yeah. So when I'm like, holy crap, I got to cut this myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've let it go too long, and I'm afraid to do it. You yeah. know. So it was one of those where, and then when the barbers came back from the pandemic, their schedule was different. Mm-hmm. So I could never get on with the, you know, I mean, she cut great hair, but I could never get an appointment with her. Yeah. And finally, I was like, forget it. The proper mm-hmm. man, yeah, the proper. They, I mean, the, the amount of barbers they have there, they're all, the scheduling's online. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. can't find a time, it's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the proper barbershop. Yeah, proper barbershop. In Newport yeah. News. Absolutely. Yeah. Who yeah. takes care of all three of us, clearly. <laughs> yes. Will yeah. used to have a beard like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What About that length, yeah. What and then I got, too, I got sick of getting food in it. Oh, man. That's mm. the fun part. Nah. <laughs> this is, actually, this is, I usually keep it shorter than this, kind of like close to the face, so right. it's grown out a little bit, but. Uh, I had it for years I and like it was fun. Food. And you know what? I'm not going to say I'll never grow it again, but I kind of like keeping it short right now. It's, yeah. it's nice. So I haven't shaved my face in like it's 2022, probably part, close to 10 years. Part of the reason why I, I grew it in the first place was I hate shaving. And I always I would always get cut. Yes. I, I mean, I always. So just now I just get irritation. a razor. Right here. I have one little razor that I just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Same blade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Very long time. I don't, even, I don't even wet it. I don't even use shaving cream. It's just. Like, I look like a little boy without facial hair. So. Yeah. My, my chin is very soft. I can't. Same. I, can't I got a soft chin, it. too. <laughs> when I finally, like, shaved my beard off, uh, my now fiance was like, where'd your face go? And I was like, because you never see me without, like, a long beard. Right. Uh, and I was like, well, this is what it looks like, so. <laughs> you shave right before the wedding and she just that would be <laughs> and she's like nah <laughs> no i can't do Who's it this guy yeah oh <laughs> uh, well and so tell us a little more too john about uh your podcast and yeah yeah kinda how you, you know what, what you do with that okay cool yeah um in a nutshell 2019 uh my daughter came to me said she wanted to be a youtuber and she's 14 at the time and i'm Sweet. like i'm like heck no <laughs> i'm like no way you're you're a teenage girl you're not gonna but i thought okay this is something we could do together and i've always kind of been on the side graphic designer into video and stuff like that so uh we started her kimberly faith tv and she was just ministering to her girls her age mm-hmm. talking about things that girls are going through and stuff mm-hmm. like that and so i'm the director producer camera guy editor all that stuff helping her out and then we saw a need uh, in the in the business community for for video. And then my wife finally convinced me that I that I needed to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was joking. She's she's great. Well, I hope she was joking. She said I had a face for radio. Yeah. So, Le- uh, so uh, you know like what? We'll go with you have the vo- the voice for the radio. you do have so the, the voice for radio. <laughs> well, I was told for the longest time I needed to do something with it, but I could never get in at a radio station. I did yeah. some voiceover, but it never really panned out. And there's a lot of people out there that have great voices. So there's a ton of mm-hmm. you know voiceover actors out there and stuff but when i found out i could have my own radio station mm-hmm. get out of town man so i started interviewing uh small business owners and talking about why they do what they do their morning fuel you know what mm-hmm. gets them up in the morning so we're still doing that we're in our third season now uh and it's getting better like for first season we just would stick the iphone in the center of the table and mm-hmm. that was hey man recording. but you started and you did it yeah. like that's yeah so, that's the big thing and now we're doing now we're incorporating video and the video is going to get better this season. Last season, it was just kind of like the camera from the iPad, and mm-hmm. it was bad lighting and all that stuff. So we're getting better at what we do. And now we're also incorporating into that um, helping. It's kind of like along the lines of what what can we do well and 
what's a need that business owners have and and social media is a big deal especially with video so collecting yes. collecting video custom video content editing it and posting it for so small businesses is what yeah. we is what we specialize in that's yeah. sick it's yeah. it's basically a, a full-time job almost yeah that's basically what it i is. do for my business and luckily right. they, they run the gym you got to build it out but yeah it, it i always tell people it's um you know a lot of businesses will be you know adverse to doing it right. and you know, that would be like uh, 30 years ago saying you don't want to be in the phone book, you know? Sure. Um, you just have to do it. You, ha- you have to have that presence. So. And it's even scarier now because of the the swiftness that, that, yeah, that everything changes. changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got to be and, on it. Right. So. Even now, you know, and I catch myself um, and I you have to stay open-minded and growth-minded because I'll get com- used to where, cool, yeah, we're able to post these pictures and this and it, and it flows and it works and it, you know, becomes easier. But then all of a sudden it's like, reels right everything or does you know everything's video vertical video and i'm like man i don't want to mess with this you know avoid it ticked and and go to make a video and you're like ah this is too overwhelming but i'm like i you i can't enter that mindset you know so then you know you learn you're gonna fall very far out and uh yeah you have to just keep keep look record what what i'm saying lately is is record video Mm -hmm. record like just do it all the time if you don't like it you don't have to broadcast it, but if you don't record it, you're not going to have yeah. it to use. That's yeah. a very so you, good it's, way to it's kind of it. like a you know you have your own library then, and then when you get brave, you can go, you know what this is good information. I didn't really look the best or whatever, but I'm going to yeah. put it out there anyway. You know, then yeah. you have this whole library of stuff, and the next thing you know, you've got like you know hundreds of days worth mm-hmm. of content. Yeah, that, that we need today. You know, so yeah, awesome. So yeah, if you want to listen to to John's podcast, it's Mor- morning, fuel, morning fuel, morning fuel yeah. podcast yeah. on, and it's the same thing. Spotify. If you're listening to ours, then I know you you're uh, you know how to find it. So. Yeah. yeah, you just <laughs> look up morning fuel podcast, and uh, yeah, so yeah, check it out. I'm gonna it. I'm gonna check it out too. Yeah, yeah. well, we, you can go through the first season, see how horrible it was, and the yeah. second season how the it's evolution of the podcast a little bit, you know? and then this third season starts recording in September. Nice. So we've already got the calendar booked for September. Um, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we yeah. we appreciate you coming on and sharing your Man, story. Thanks, so thanks for having me. Always, yeah. you know, fun. tough to be a little vulnerable and, and talk about some of those sure. things. Well, so. I haven't I haven't had the opportunity to be on somebody else's podcast in, in quite yeah. a quite. A few. Well, I'm glad we could put so you on the other great. side of it. Yeah, yeah I love cool. it. Yeah. I love not having to prepare for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Well, cool. Thank you for listening, and yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll catch you next time. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.